Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things sports, y'all. That's it. That's all it's about. Sports at the end of the day, whether you like it up or down, does not matter. It's about sports. It's about the things going on right now in the world of sports as uh, the AFC and NFC championship games have been set. We'll be talking about all of that. But, you know, before we get into, you know, all the, all the good, juicy uh, details, um, ladies and gentlemen, are you guys ready? Are, are, are you guys ready? Not only, not, not only for this podcast, not only... For this podcast. But ladies and gentlemen. Coming up. Tomorrow. It will be released. uh, For all my pro wrestling fans. And even if you guys aren't pro wrestling fans. I think you guys should go check it out. It's going to be a hell of a show. It's going to be entertaining as hell. Um, Man. I I, I love. I love when it comes. I've been doing this for uh, WWE SummerSlam for. For a long time, or sometimes AEW shows, you know, I, I, I'll shoot the breeze with people on there. I, it'll be a big show. It'll be a big show. But uh, this one's gonna be a big show as well. As as uh, as I um, it's the uh, biggest event of winter. That's right. The biggest event of winter, the Royal Rumble. My podcast will be uh, we'll be talking a lot. We'll be talking a lot about what's gonna gonna go down. Um. It's gonna be going down this next uh, this this Saturday tomorrow. You know, um, and it's good. It's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good. I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. But right now, it's about what we're about to listen to right now. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Um, I got a I got a um a huge podcast today for you guys. No guest. No guest. Um. But, but, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of talk about this week, you know, um, whether it's the NFL, the NBA, National Hockey League, Major League Baseball, we're going to talk about it all. Um, Obviously, starting with the National Hockey League, let's talk about it. Um, Right now, Avalanche and the the Blackhawks are tied at zero. Red Wings and Penguins are tied at two. Um, at the end of the first, the Rangers are defeating the Wild two to zero. Capitals and Stars are, are just started and they're uh, at zero zero. And then the Bruins and the Coyotes will be starting in a few minutes. Um, regards with uh with news, right? Um, really, really nothing. Um, I mean, there is there is some news. There there is some Evander Kane. As uh, signed with the Edmonton Oilers, so that's interesting to see. Um, be very interesting to see how that pans out. Um, um you know, uh, be it'll be uh, it'll be very interesting. I can't wait to see. Cannot wait. Um. All right, so that's what we got for the National Hockey League. Not much, not much. Um, 
obviously, like always. Um, <laughs> and look at we look at uh, college basketball. Uh, Friday there were uh, well, there is a few games going on right now. Um, Quinnipiac uh, is defeating Marst, eighty-one to seventy-five. Uh, Wright State's defeating Cleveland State four to zero. UNLV defeating Colorado State five to four. San Jose State lo is losing to New Mexico nine to zero. Boston University beat Colgate seventy-six to seventy-two. Holy Cross defeated Lehigh seven, uh, sixty-seven to sixty-five. Pennsylvania defeated Harvard. 78 to 74. Stony Brook defeated New Hampshire 76 to 69. Monmouth defeated Kansas 72 to 67. Wyoming defeated Air Force 63 to 61. Dayton defeated Rhode Island 53 to 51. Toledo defeated Akron 84 to 76. North Kentucky uh, defeated Purdue FW 59 to 49. Fairfield defeated Ryder 76-65. St. Peter's defeated Manhattan 77-51. Siena defeated Niagara 60-56. Ohio defeated Buffalo 74-53. And Boise State and Fresno State, Fresno State play at 11. So that's uh, some of the things uh, we got going on right now. Um... Uh, but tomorrow you got Villanova going up against uh, St. John's. Uh, that's going to be at 4:30 p.m. Eastern Time. You got Duke and Louisville at 12 o'clock p.m. LSU versus TCU at 12 o'clock. Lasau uh, versus Davidson at 12. Michigan versus Michigan State at 12:30. Auburn versus Oklahoma at two. Xavier versus Creighton at two. Iowa State versus Missouri at 2. Arizona State versus Arizona at 2.30. Baylor versus Alabama at 4 o'clock. Illinois versus Northwestern at 4.30. Kentucky versus Kansas at 6 o'clock. Mississippi State versus Texas Tech at 6 o'clock. UConn versus Depot at 6.30. California versus USC at 7 o'clock. Houston versus UCF at 8 o'clock. Tennessee versus Texas at 8 o'clock. Um, Portland versus Gonzaga at 9 o'clock. And Stanford versus UCLA at 9.30. So that's what some of the things we got going on in the men's basketball. Women's basketball right now, we got Northwestern defeating Iowa 44-32. to uh, Stanford is defeating Arizona State 3-2 in the first quarter. Northwestern and Iowa are in the third quarter. Arizona and California got postponed today, and then UCLA and Oregon play at 11 p.m. Um, as far as my uh, my Villanova uh, Wildcats um, f from the women's side, um, as far as they go, uh, the past two games have been. Po Sorry, Ugh. let me rephrase that. <laughs> um, earlier in uh, this month. The game against UConn and Georgetown got postponed, um, but they did they, uh, they did beat Butler. They did beat Butler. They beat Creighton, um, the twenty third, uh, and then uh, they play Xavier. They play Xavier at two o'clock uh, Sunday, so that should be very exciting, very intriguing, um, very very good, very good. I can't wait to see what what they're able to do. You know, um, 
hopefully, you know, they're, they're able to get a spot in the playoffs. But right now, it's not looking like it. They're 6-3 and three right now, but we'll see. UFC, let's talk about the UFC, uh, what, what we uh, got last week uh, for UFC 270, Nagano versus Gain. Um, it wasn't good. It was not good, people. It wasn't good. Um, I, I, well, we'll get into that in a little, little bit because I, I wanna, I wanna deep, I wanna, I wanna dive deep into that. So we'll, uh, we'll go to Major League Baseball before we go into uh, UFC. Um, so um, the news, the news regarding Major League Baseball. Um, So what we what we really got here, um, Ort uh, David Ortiz um, is going into the Hall of Fame. That's right, David Ortiz is going into the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds and Clemens got shut out. Uh, man, um, this Monday, um, this Monday. This Monday will be, uh, they'll reveal the cover of MLB 2K22. I mean, MLB The Show. <laughs> I said 2K, wow. MLB The Show uh, 22. Um, they still haven't reached a deal, you know, with the holdout and everything. So hopefully that's done, that's done soon. Because uh, I'm ready for some fucking, um, I'm ready for some fucking baseball, you know, for the... For everything to just be released already and you know find out what, what's gonna happen you know um I'm, I'm ready for it I, I, I'm ready for it man uh, I I'm tired of you know waiting to see who else is gonna get signed and all that all that beautiful stuff um I, I'm just ready I'm ready to see what happens um but let's talk about um the results of the main card of uh, UFC 270. What's weight bout between Michael Morales versus Trevon Gills? Michael Morales won with a knockout victory. Um, performance of the night was given to uh, Cody Stammen versus Saeed Nurmagomedov as uh, Nurmagomedov um, won by submission in 47 seconds. Uh, what's weight bout Michael Michael Pereira versus Andre Fahalu? Um, Pereira did win that uh, unanimous, yeah, unanimous decision. And the fight of the night was given to Brandon Moreno versus Devison for Guerrero. Um, it was a unanimous decision. Um, a lot of people thought uh, that the champ should have retained, but he didn't. He lost the belt. Um, I know a lot of people are saying that he should have retained, but, you know, uh, it, it, you know, it happens. Things like these happen. Things like this happen. So, you know. You can't, you know, you just got to take what you're given, right? And then Francis Nagano versus Cyril Gain ended in a unanimous, unanimous decision. Francis Nagano uh, retained his championship, uh, which I think was well given. Yeah, absolutely. I think he did. I think he did retain his championship. No doubt about it, people. I know a lot of people were upset about it. Um, but you know what? There's nothing to be upset about. Francis Nagano retained his championship at the end of the day. He did. He did no doubt about it, people. He he retained um 
he retained his championship. You know, there was there was no there was no way that Francis the 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 you know what he the the show he put on the show he put on against uh against my goodness I just had it I'm sorry uh against uh Cyril Gain against Cyril Gain there's no way that um that they weren't gonna give it him there's there's no way you know he, he took him to the ground early on in the first first two three rounds you could probably say yeah uh Cyril Gain had it but you know, um, once it got later in the rounds, Francis beat uh, Cyril Game at his own game, and um, you got it. You got to You got to give it to Francis at the end of the day, man. You got to give it to him. You gotta, you gotta give him his flowers. You know, he really did well in that fight. You know, grappling, taking him to the ground and stuff. And Cyril, he just, he just, he, he just has to be better defensively. He can't let that happen. You know, and and that's what it came down to. Um, I was surprised. I, I will say I was very surprised that uh, that Francis uh, went to the ground as much as he as much as he did. I thought he would like to fight him um, more like a more like a uh, more of a fight. Have more of a fight with Cyril Gain. and that we didn't see that. We didn't see that. And um, you know, I, it was really surprising. It was very very surprising to me. Um, like I said, I had picked Cyril Gain to win because I thought Cyril Gain eventually would take him to the ground. And there was a few moments where it looked like Cyril Gain, if he was able to get that submission in against, if he was able to get that submission against, um, he was able to just get it a little, if, just get, wrap it around um, Francis Nagano. I thought he would have really had a good chance of, um, of, of becoming the victor in this in this one. But it just it just didn't pan out. That's not how things work, you know. So um, so I just I I don't know. I you know at the end of the day, uh, congratulations to Francis Ngannou. Hopefully we get Francis versus John Jones now. I know John Jones was saying, yeah, I'll kick his ass or whatever. You know, John Jones saying John Jones things, but um, I I just don't believe it. I I'm sorry, I just don't believe it. I don't believe anything that comes out of the mouth of uh, John Jones. You know um. I don't think uh, necessarily me. I don't think he could beat Francis Ngannou. Um, maybe a thorough game. You know, we've seen the rookie in thorough game against Francis Ngannou. We definitely, definitely seen it. But um, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we get that soon where uh, we get the fight. I don't think he'll fight thorough game. I think he's just gonna go to the championship and fight. Uh, I think he's just gonna fight uh, Francis Ngannou. If the whole problems with uh, Francis and UFC can be handled, um, I know um, I know Kamaru Usman's been talking about. You know, he wanted to move up to the weight class to fight Miltich for the championship. Um, that's what his plans were. Then Francis beat him. Um, I w I wonder if he'll still move up to fight Francis. Cause you know I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's not gonna happen. I doubt it. But you see, here's here's the problem with it, people. Miltich is not a threat. <laughs> let's be let's be real. He he's not a threat. He's gonna take you to the ground. Absolutely. We've seen it with the. Uh, didn't he fight? Uh, no, no, that was somebody else. No. 
but yeah, we're not, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's gonna go, he's gonna go pound to pound with you. He's gonna try to do it whatever he needs to. But I don't think when I look at Miltic, I don't look at a oh my god, this dude can he'll kill me. You know, if I look at, when I see Usman, when I see uh, when I see Usman, when I see. Uh, Francis Nagano, Cyril Gain, those guys, those heavyweights, I could be like, all right, yeah, this dude's gonna kill somebody, you know. Um, but when I when I look at a a Miltich, I'm like, eh, no, not really. But it'll be interesting to see if you know if he moves up to light heavyweight or or goes to heavyweight, whatever the case is. Yeah, it would be very interesting to see. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be very interesting to see how how he fares up and. In the, in the upper ranks, um, Israel Adesanya, I believe, uh, they announced a, a fight for him as well. So, so that was good. That was interesting to see. Um, I'm a, I'm a big Adesanya fan, so you know I, I was happy to see that he, he's going to be fighting. Tavasa versus uh, Lewis is happening February twelfth, UFC two seventy one. You know that's coming up uh, in a few weeks. Um, and see what other fights. This is pretty good. Good fights coming up. I know after I seen a uh, Naganu versus Gain, I you know I, I looked at my calendar. I'm like, oh my god, we're in 2022 already, right? And I'm I'm just thinking about uh, the Conor McGregor's returning soon, people. Yes, I know a lot of people aren't happy about it, but uh, Conor McGregor's returning soon, people. And who he fights is gonna be real interesting to see. We don't know who who he's gonna fight yet, but you know his time's coming where he's gonna come back. Now it'll be interesting to see if he wants to fight a, a fight again. But yeah, yeah, Connor uh, could be uh, returning to the UFC uh, sooner rather than later. That's for sure. That's for sure. It'll, it'll be very interesting to see. Um, now, Adesanya will be fighting Whittaker. Um, that's uh, February 12th as well. So, there you go. Um, Covington versus Masvidal. It's March 5th for UFC 272. I can't wait to see that. Um, there's, there's a few, like I said, there's a few fights coming up. I'm just waiting waiting for the McGregor announcement, people. Because I'm a, I'm a Conor McGregor fan, too. I've been since day one. Um... I just, yeah, I, I, I want to see, I want to see, uh, I want to see, I, you know, I want to see what happens with, uh, Connor. Um, Oliveira will be facing, um, Gaethje, he'll be fighting, uh, Gaethje, um, he'll defend his belt against Gaethje, that will be, uh, let me see. Oh, that's right. He did defeat. Uh, well, no, he defeated Poirier at UFC two sixty nine. Um, they'll fight in May in UFC two seventy four. So um. So it's interesting who McGregor will be fighting. Um, I'm a big fan of Gaethje's too. I like Gaethje. Hopefully, you know, he uh, be interesting to see. Not a lot of people are like, oh, Conor McGregor is never going to receive a title shot again. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Um, um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Here, here's the deal. Here, here's why. 
Here's here's why I want to say that. Because if McGregor comes back, he wins. Let's say, let's say he fights Dustin Poirier, right? He beats Dustin Poirier. Then the next fight, he he gets the trilogy with Nate Diaz, right? And he beats Nate Diaz, right? I don't I don't see why they wouldn't that they wouldn't be like, yeah, you're gonna you're not gonna yeah, they will give him they will give him a title shot. They definitely would. Um, Dana White the other said the other day said that uh, Conor McGregor could return to the UFC octagon in the summer. So um, that's very interesting to see. I, I would say the summer or maybe like around winter time of next year. I would say well, if this year twenty twenty two, I would definitely say I could see Conor Conor McGregor returning. So uh, yeah. Some news though in the NBA. Let's uh let's look at the NBA people. Um the Sacramento Kings have walked away from the Ben Simmons um chase. I guess the price was too high. Um it seems like Joel Embiid is the favorite to win the MVP now. Um I you know I, I wouldn't name him the favorite. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry, people, I'm sorry. A lot of you guys might take it the wrong way. But Joel Embiid ain't my favorite right now. Right now it's it's open. I think I think uh the more the Rosen should be in it first off. The more the Rosen is having pro- possibly one of his one of the best seasons of his career, if not the second best. Um, you got You got to look at those years in Toronto. Um, right? You got that. You have um. You get so you got Demar Derozan. You have um. You have uh, Luca, right? You have uh, Steph Curry. Um. There, there's so many. There's so many. You know, LeBron. Let's say LeBron. We could put LeBron in there. Um, KD, right? I think KD was in there as well. You know, there's so many people. So it's just like. All right, who who's gonna you know win it? If I had to say right now, I I have to put Demar Derozan ahead of Joel Embiid, and here's why. But then again, you see Joel Embiid is doing this without Ben Simmons. You know the 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 Philadelphia 76ers right now, it's it's Joel Embiid's team, and and that's what it is. And he's carrying that team on his back. The other night he put up a 50 piece, you know, so and the other night he put up a 40 piece, but they lost. Um, so, you know, I, I, I look at that, I look at all that and I just say, uh, well, if, if this, if this is the case, you know, I, I look at DeMar DeRozan, the way he's been able to flip this, uh, Bulls franchise, um, over again. I mean, if, if, and I'm going to be real and I'm, uh, this is what I'm going to say. If, if the Chicago Bulls are able to get 50-55 wins and DeMar DeRozan's averaging, I, I want to say right now, I want to say he's averaging about 25-26 points a game. He might be averaging a lot more. Um, all right, he's averaging 26.4 points a game. Let's say if he's able to go up to 28-29, the Bulls have 50-55 wins. He can easily become that. He can win the MVP. Now, if, that, if that's not the case... Then forget about it. Then forget about it. You know, um, but I say if, um, I say that if possibly the, the, uh, the, 
let's say Joel Embiid, right? You got Curry. Um, I don't know. Curry's in a slump right now. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's um, it's tough to say. It's tough to say. I, I just I look at all this and I just say, man, I, it's tough right now. It's it's tough. Um, will the Philadelphia 76ers trade Ben Simmons ahead of the tra trade deadline, right? Um, you know, a lot of people are saying this could go, this could go on until the draft. Um, so I look at all these, these, these things going on right now, right? And I just say, uh. I just say, man, I, I, I really don't know. I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I really don't know what to think, what to say. Um, you know, it's, um, it's tough. It's tough. Um, personally, me, um, I'd have to put John Morant in there. A lot of people are sleeping on John Morant, and I know a lot of people are probably like, whoa. John Morant, slow it down. I'm going to be real with you. He's almost averaging 26 points a game, six rebounds, seven assists a game. Um, right now, the Memphis Grizzlies are one of the best teams in the NBA. They're 33 and 17. If we're not going to put DeMar DeRozan in there, why not put John Morant? You know, and, uh, that's how I look at things. That's how, necessarily me, ladies and gentlemen, that's how I look at things when it comes to, um, to John Morant, right? Um... I think I think it'd be great. Like I said, if he's able to lead this Memphis Memphis Grizzlies team to 50-55 wins, and let's say somehow some way they're first in the West, they're able to get past the Warriors and get and get past um the Phoenix Suns. I say, yeah, why not? You know, like Phoenix right now. Phoenix right now, Devin Booker's not in the MVP MVP conversation. But he, he's averaging 25 points a game. Come on. Like, come on, people. He's averaging 25 points a game. He's played in all games, all, every game this season. And they are 38-9, and he's not being mentioned in the MVP conversation. The Warriors, you know, Curry's averaging 26 points a game. But he's in a little of a slump, so he's fell off a little bit. But the Warriors are 36-13. and 13. But then, like I said, the Memphis Grizzlies are 33-17. and 17. John Morant's averaging 26 points a game. And he's not in the MVP conversation. He needs to be. He needs to be. I'm sorry. He needs to be. Like I said, my Chicago Bulls, 30-17. Same thing with DeMar DeRozan. He needs to be in that conversation. It's just point blank. I, I, I won't put LeBron in the conversation because right now the Los Angeles Lakers are 24-25. Right now they're ranked number, they're, they're the number ninth seed in the NBA. So I'm not going to do it. Utah, uh, I won't put Utah in there. I mean, Don, Don, Donovan Mitchell because he's been out, he's been injured. So I, I just won't do it. Uh, like I said, I'll put KD, um, Cleveland, Cleveland right now is good, but I won't put, the, I won't put the Greek freak, they're number six, that's, you know, the, the Sixers are fifth, but they're 29 and 19, I, you know, Joel Embiid's been playing the best basketball of his career, um, he's averaging 29 points a game, 
So you see stuff like that. You got to look at it. You're going to be like, okay, well, I, I get why we would why we would put this this certain person in this situation. Uh, it's because, you know, they're balling right now. They're balling. No, 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 not, nothing to say about it, right? So I, I look at this, those situations. I think if Zach Levine was healthy, you could possibly put him in that conversation too as... Um, as you know, um, MVP, but he, you know, he's, he's missed a few games this season. You know, he's averaging 25 points a game, five rebounds, four assists. So, but you know, he, he, he has missed some time. He has missed some time. So I'm not, I'm not going to put him up there. Um, I, I just won't, I won't do it. Um, before we keep talking more basketball though, uh, Cerrone and Lawzone, um, They'll, they'll be fighting April 30th. So, uh, that's what we got. That's what we got there. Um, yeah, yeah, let's, let's talk about some more NBA, though. Uh, there's no more, no more, really no news. Um, like I said, John Moran and Andrew Wiggins, this is the first time they'll be in the, uh, All-Star game. It's more impressive for John Moran because this is his third season. Um, and he's going to be MVP. He's going to, he's, I think towards the end of the season, he'll be more in the MVP conversation. I'm happy he's going to be in the All-Star game. Wiggins, I'm happy for, too. I just, um, yeah, it's about time. <laughs> it's about time for Andrew Wiggins. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about some things. Uh, today, the Magic beat the Pistons 119-103. Uh, the Bulls are at halftime right now with the Spurs as, as they are beating them 68-63. DeMar DeRozan, oh, has 17 points. He's 8 for 10 for, for, from the field goal. 1 for 1 from free throw line. Um, Zach Levine has 9 points. Lonzo Ball still hasn't returned. He should return return sometime in the next couple weeks. Maybe after the All-Star game. Um, Kobe White coming off the bench has 15 points right now. He's going off as well. I've always been a fan of Kobe. Looks like he could, he could play a good role as a six, as a six man. You know, not not a good starter, not not a great starter. That's why they went and got Alonzo. But it seems like he 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 really could carry the load off the bench, being the leader coming off the bench. Uh, right now, the Hornets are beating the Lakers, 86 to 84 in the third quarter. Uh, right now, sorry, right now 86 85. Um, no no LeBron no AD playing today. So Russell Westbrook right now is leading the charge uh, with 19 points. Um, but Miles Bridges from the Hornets has 23. He's going off. Um, right now, Hawks are beating the Celtics 90-84 to with 7.41 left in the fourth quarter. Um, Nug uh, the Nuggets and Pelicans are tied at 59 and with 7.20 left in the third quarter. The Heat are beating the Clippers 73-54 to with 8.09 left in the third quarter. Uh, the Trailblazers are beating the Rockets 74-66 to with... Uh, 6.57 left in the third quarter. The Grizzlies are beating the Jazz 70 65. Sorry, 73 to 67 with 6.06 left in the third quarter. Right now, John Moran, uh, he has 21 points in the third quarter right now. He's going off. He's uh, 6 for 15 from the free field goal, 7 11 for free throws. Uh, the Thunder are beating the Pacers 70 to 56 in the third quarter with 4.42 left. Uh, the Suns are beating the Timberwolves 37-30 with 34.1 seconds left in the first. And then the Knicks and the Bucks play at 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. Um, 
this is real interesting to me. Uh, this is why um, John Morant, when I, when he came out of the draft, you know, he came out the same time with you know with Zion Williamson, Zion Williamson, and uh, what's this dude's other name? Um, it was uh, somebody else. Somebody else. I'm trying to remember the name. He got drafted by the Knicks. He got drafted by the Knicks, and um, I'm trying to find his name right now. Um, R.J. Barrett. They all came out at the same time, and I just I looked at John Moran. He I just, for some reason the dude looked special. There's something about John Moran told me watch out for this cat. He's gonna be special in this league, and that's what he's been able to do his first three years. Rookie year he was excellent. Second year was excellent. Third year third year he's been phenomenal. You know he he has potential to win the MVP. I believe he won Rookie of the Year over Zion Williamson. I remember they they were trying to give it to Zion even though he missed uh, 60, 70% of the season, but just because he was putting up, you know, I, I can't even remember how his numbers or whatever, just because of his dunks, they were trying to give him the uh, rookie of the year, and I just thought it was stupid. I'm happy they didn't, though. I'm happy they did it, because, uh, like I said, I'm a huge fan of John Morant. I think he, this kid has the potential to lead the league for years to come. I think he's going to be the, one of the best for years to come. He's definitely going to win titles in Memphis. And if it's not in Memphis, it's going to be somewhere else. And if, uh, yeah, I, I just, I, mean, I look at the kid, man, and I just say, yeah, this this dude, he got he got it. He he got it, man. He got it. Um, like I said, he's, he's been in the league since 2019. He was the second overall pick. Yeah, he won Rookie of the Year in 2020. This is his third season with the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies are way a lot better with him, obviously, and others they put around him, but if it wasn't for Ja, you know, they, they wouldn't be where they're at. They definitely would not. Um, but, uh, like I said, I already told you guys what's going on. Um, look at the standings right now in the East. The Miami Heat are first with 31-17 at the 17 record. Chicago Bulls are second with a 30-17 and 17 record. The Cleveland Cavaliers are third with a 30-19 and 19 record. The Brooklyn Nets are fourth with a 29 and 19 record. The Philadelphia 76ers are fifth with a 29 and 19 record. The Milwaukee Bucks are sixth with a 30 and 20 record. Uh, then you have the Charlotte Hornets seventh, Boston Celtics eighth, Toronto Raptors nine, Washington Wizards ten. The Washington Wizards have fell off. At one point in the in the in the, in the season, they were third, fourth. Um, now they're all the way at tenth. Uh, the Knicks are trying to knock them off. The Hawks, the Pacers, um, the the Pistons or Magics don't have a chance. But those three, the Knicks, the Hawks, and the and the Pacers definitely do have a chance. Um, so, well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'll tell you what. The East is stacked right now. When you look at the Miami Heat, the Chicago Bulls, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Brooklyn Nets, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Milwaukee Bucks. You look at all those teams, all six of those teams. You say these are teams that can make it to the NBA Finals, it's it's up for grabs it's for anyone. I'm sorry, the Brooklyn Nets, I always said it. I've said it when they formed. KD, James Harden, Kyrie, they're all injury prone. KD, KD not so much, but KD cannot carry a team on his own in this in today's NBA. He he just cannot. When he had Westbrook back in the day when they made it to the Finals, that's, that, that was his chance. But now, it, it's not. You know, you got the Bulls, you got the Heat. You got the Brooklyn Nets. You got the 76ers. You got the Milwaukee Bucks. The defending champions, the Milwaukee Bucks, right? 
Then you got to look at Charlotte. You got to look at Boston. Charlotte ain't much of a threat. Toronto ain't much of a threat. Washington, New York, Atlanta, they ain't much of a threat. But then you got to look at Boston ain't much of a threat either. But those other five teams that are in there, yeah, they, they threats. They threats. And then in the Western Conference, you want to talk about threats, this is where it gets real ugly. The Phoenix Suns are first with a 38-9 record. The Golden State Warriors are second with a 36-13 record. The Memphis Grizzlies are, are third with a 33-17 record. The Utah Jazz are fourth with a 30-19 record. The Dallas Mavericks are fifth with a 28-21 record. The Denver Nuggets are sixth with a 26-21 record. The, uh, the LA Clippers are seventh with a 25-25 record. The Minnesota Timberwolves are eighth with a 24-24 record. The LA Clip, the LA Lakers are ninth with a 24 and 25 record, and then the Portland Trailblazers are tenth with a 20 and 28 record. Um, people look outside looking in. You have New Orleans Pelicans 18 and 29. San Antonio Spurs are 18 and 31. The San uh, Sacramento Kings are 18 and 32. And the teams that most likely won't make it are the OKC Thunder 14 and 33, and the Houston Rockets 14 and 34. Um, yeah, people. This is ugly. Just ugly. I mean, anybody. I mean, anybody from the West can make it. Phoenix, Golden State, Memphis, Utah, Dallas Mavericks, the Denver Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers. I don't, I don't think Minnesota. I don't think Portland. I don't think New Orleans. I don't think San Antonio. I don't think the Sacramento Kings will make it. But when you look at, you got eight teams that could potentially make it to the finals like it, it's it's crazy it's crazy and I, I love it i love how the nba is, is situated right now when it come when it comes to that um it just it's people it's it's beautiful really like really it's really really beautiful people that we were able to get this in the, in, the, in the NBA right now, right? Where you got so many guys thriving and fighting for a spot. And you don't know who's going to get it. You don't know. No, You do not know. Out of all these people, you don't know who can get that spot. But somebody will. Somebody will. And it's the beauty. It's, it's beauty. Um, I've seen Devin Booker didn't make the All-Star game. Uh... Zach Levine, um, who else? Uh, James Harden. Um, I think the biggest disappointment for me was uh, was Devin Booker. I think he got slept on way too much. They don't they don't take his greatness for grant for granted. They don't appreciate it. They just don't they don't they don't appreciate it at all. And that you know it's it's sad. It's sad because it, this the dude is great. The dude is great. He he's done it all. He's done it all. You know, and um I just I, I love it. I love it. Um But yeah, let's um let's talk about the NFL. We're moving on to the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um I wanna say congratulations to Brandon Brooks on a, a phenomenal career as he announced his retirement. Him and the uh he has retired from the NFL as a Philadelphia Eagle. So congratulations, Brandon Brooks. Congratulations, congratulations. Um the few other things uh to talk about. Um, you know, not not really gonna be Eagle talk. I know there's you know, everybody's getting excited 
you know, oh, we could get this wide receiver free agency or we get this wide receiver in the draft. You know, we're, we're going to get to that. My Philadelphia Eagles fans, trust me, I want to talk to you guys about it. Well, I'm going to wait till after the Super Bowl. I'm going to wait till after the Super Bowl. You know, I know a lot of people, oh, Devontae Adams, well, they can franchise tag him or he could just re-sign. So I'm not going to get too ahead of it yet. I'm not going to do it yet. But we will talk about it in the next upcoming weeks. You know, once the once the Super Bowl is done with, once we see who wins the Super Bowl, well, we'll, we'll get into all that. Um, we'll get into all that. Uh, but, um, but there's, you know, there's a lot of coaching hires. Um, Steelers GM, uh, Colbert will be stepping down after the draft. Um, Jerry, Jerry Jones says, uh, Mike McCarthy is safe and Quinn declined an NFL head coaching job. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, some of the headlines, but, um, Big Ben, congratulations to Big Ben on retiring. Um, he retired this week from the NFL. Um, man, I, congratulations, Big Ben, on a, a tremendous career. Truly, congratulations. You deserve your flowers. Without. No doubt. You deserve your flowers. You know. Tom Brady still says uh, he doesn't know what he's going to do. Same thing with Rob Gronkowski. Um, he doesn't know what he's going to do yet. So, um, it's going to be interesting, people. It's going to be interesting. Um, you know, um, I just... Uh, oh, and also the Eagles did create cap space uh, with Brooks's deal before he retired. So, uh, that was good. That was good. Um, Antonio Brown's been teasing, siding with the Ravens, you know, or another NFL team. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but, uh, but people, um, you know, it's, we'll see what happens with Tom Brady. We'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers, you know, Deshaun Watson. We're going to get into all that. We're going to get into all that. Like I said, like I've been saying, go with Jalen Hurts into 2022. You know, the 2022 regular season, let's let's go with Jalen Hurts again. Unless Deshaun Watson wants to come to Philadelphia. If he wants to come to Philadelphia, I, I, I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's trade a 2-3 draft pick. Let's trade Jalen Hurts and let's go get Deshaun Watson. But other than that, if um, if we're not getting that, then um, then forget about it. Then forget about it. Um, the Giants, the Giants, uh, hired Brian Dabble. That's right. Um, one of the guys I was highly of the Eagles getting last year when they were looking for their coach, but they got Nick Sirianni, which, um, I know he had a good first year, but ladies and gentlemen, we won't really know who the coach is until the second year. So let's see what he does in his second year before we start, you know, like, yes, he's one of the best coaches. He's better than Peterson. He's better than Andy Reid. He's definitely not better than them because Andy Reid took us to conference championships a whole bunch of times. He he, <clears throat> he took us to Super Bowls, right? Uh, Doug Peterson got us, won us a Super Bowl. Obviously, the, the players played, but his coaching uh, was perfect. Um, and then, you know, we don't know when Nick Sirianni is yet, so let's let's see what he gives us in his second year. Same thing with Jalen Hurts. We don't know what Jalen Hurts is yet, so let's see what he gives us in his second year. Even though I'm a huge Hurts fan, and I hope, hopefully, he's our franchise quarterback for 10, 12 years, but we'll see. 
Um, but like I said, congratulations. Gi Giants got their coach. That's the coach they need, and that's the coach they want. If they want anybody, you know, try to get Daniel Jones back on track and get that offense flowing. Brian Dabble is your guy. Denver Denver Broncos, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, I'm going to stay quiet on that one. Chicago Bears, uh, Mac Eberflus. I think it's a great pickup. I think it's a great pickup. I think it, it will really. And then uh, they got Ryan Poles as well, um, the GM. Uh, the Bills also got uh, somebody. Their G, new GM is from... Um, their new GM is from the uh, from the from the Bills as well, so um, that I did I did I did see that. Let me see. Uh, let me see. Um, yes, yes, they hired Bills assistant general manager Joe Swan. So that happened. Um, right now, Saints don't have a head coach as Sean Payton is stepping away from the team. So we'll see what happens there. Same thing with Jacksonville Jaguars. They fired. Uh, Urban Meyer, December sixteenth. So we'll have to see um, what happens there. Um, the Minnesota Vikings, um, you know, Mike Zimmer isn't there anymore, so they still need a coach. The Miami Dolphins fired uh, Brian Flores, so they still need a coach. Um, the Houston Texans they fired uh, David Culley, they still need a coach. The Las Vegas Raiders still need a coach. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of um, head coaching jobs still available. You know, what I mean, if you want to, if we want to talk about the best head coaching job, you you got to look at the Miami Dolphins and and the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Those are the two like you're like, man, if if I get a head, head coaching job here, I could go straight to the playoffs with these teams. But I'll do better than their last coach did. Like it, it that that's how good they're set up. That's how good they're set up, and it, it's great. It is truly great. I love it. Um, now let's talk about some of the games that happened last week, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Um, you know, we had uh, Saturday, we had uh, Bengals defeating Titans 19-16 uh, win and move on. Um, I told you guys, if the Cincinnati Bengals can make Ryan Tannehill throw the ball, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to win. The offense wasn't great. They didn't do what I thought they would do. But the fact that the defense only held the Tennessee Titans to 16 points, you know, and, uh, you know, was able to force three interceptions on Ryan Tannehill by having him throw the ball. He only threw it for 24, only 24 times. I th it was the key to victory. It was the key to victory. Joe Burrow had an interception. He didn't have a touchdown, but he threw for three hundred and forty-eight yards. So, but they, they they didn't do. It was a defensive. It was more of a defensive game, people. It was more of a defensive game. And um, hey, at least at least Cincinnati won. That's what mattered. At least Cincinnati won. That last interception really sealed the deal for Cincinnati. Um. Then the 49ers beat the Packers 13-10. That one really surprised me. That one really surprised me. I, I knew it was going to be a defensive game. You know, Jimmy G sometimes has his ups and downs when it comes to the, when it comes to play, uh, not playoff games, just football games in general. Um, but I just thought, you know, it's going to be a defensive game. But, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers got this. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers got this. 
That's not, that's not what happened at all. Jimmy Garoppolo only threw it 19 times. He threw for 131 yards. He had an interception. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, was 20 for 29. Threw it for 225 yards. No touchdowns. No interceptions. And he did not show up. He didn't, he didn't show up. Aaron Rodgers did not show up. You only scored 10 points. I get, I get San Fran has a tremendous defense. I get it. No doubt about it. Respect to it. But when you're Aaron Rodgers, when you're playing in your stadium, and that cold Lambeau Field weather in Wisconsin, you should be able to beat the San Francisco 49ers, a team that plays in the Bay Area, a team that plays in pretty good damn weather. I wish I was in right now instead of Ohio weather. Um, you ain't able. You're not able to beat them. It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. It's disgusting. And the fact, like I said, if it was a high-scoring game and you lost, I'd be like, all right, it's on the defense. But you can't put this on the defense. The defense only allowed 13 points to the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers. You, on the other hand, only scored 10. This is on you, Aaron Rodgers. Um, the Rams beat the Buccaneers 30-27. The Rams freaking destroyed the Buccaneers early on. And then in the fourth quarter, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came back. But we're able to we're able to survive the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and defeat them 30 to 27. It was a it was a great game, great game, great game. Early on, it wasn't a great game, but late, when it got later and later and later, it, it got it got real good. And I'm happy the Rams are moving on to the conference championship game. They sent Tom Brady and the Buccaneers home. I'm I'm real happy. I you know um, Tom Brady really didn't have a good game though. He he was under pressure most of the time. He threw an interception. You know, he had he had over 20 incompletions. Uh, Matthew Stafford had 10 incompletions, but he threw for 366 yards, two touchdowns. Cooper Cup had a phenomenal game, nine receptions, 130, uh, 183 yards and a touchdown. Um, Leonard Fournette had a pretty good game. Um, but this was about the Rams. This was about Matthew Stafford. Everybody's saying Matthew Stafford is not that guy. Even when I said Matthew Stafford is that guy, and he will lead the Rams to the Super Bowl. I've been saying it all, all along, and I'll continue to say it. He will lead them to the Super Bowl. I don't know if they'll win, but the, he will lead them to the Super Bowl. I've been saying it all along. The The Rams are for real. The Rams weren't for real with Jared Goff, because Jared Goff reminds me too much of a, a Carson Wentz, except he's worse. I, I look at the Rams, and I look at Matthew Stafford on the Rams, and I say this is a Super Bowl team. I never thought that that with the with the um, with Jared Goff, even though I picked them to beat the Patriots a few years ago. That's only because I hated the Patriots. <laughs> but on a serious note, ladies and gentlemen, the Rams are the team to beat in the NFL right now. It was the Buccaneers because they were the defending champs, but they weren't the best team in the NFL, not even close this season. Now. Now that the Rams beat them, you it's a clear it's a clear cut. You can tell it was never the Packers, it was never the 49ers, it was never the Arizona Cardinals. Since the beginning of the season, I always knew the Los Angeles Rams were the team to beat. They're the best team in the NFL. And come playoff time, when you put the Odells, when you put the Vaughn Millers, when you put the Cooper Cups, the Matthew Staffords, the Cam Akers, the Sony Michelles all together, they were going to the Super Bowl. They were. They were going to the Super Bowl. And that's exactly what they'll be doing this weekend. We'll talk about it more. And then the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills 42-36. to 
in overtime. This is why these overtime rules need to be changed. Not only that, but the Buffalo Bills, you have a chance to just take a little bit more time off the clock. Don't give Patrick Mahomes 13 seconds for three timeouts. If you give him, let's say, nine, eight, seven, maybe six seconds with uh, with three timeouts, uh, they're not able to do as much. Buffalo Bills had to play smarter. If anything, maybe go for a two-point conversion. I don't know, but... All I do know is it was a great fucking game. It was the best game of the weekend, and um, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it to the Chiefs. The Chiefs executed beautifully. The Buffalo Bills defense did not. That's what cost them this. I think they would have, you know, had more had more coverage on um, Tyreek and uh, Travis Kelsey. Things would have went well, but that's not. It's not what happened, and that's why they lost this game because they did not do what they needed to do. They didn't understand the assignment, but the Patrick Mahomes and the Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs understood exactly the assignment. With no Tyron Matthew, the best one of the best safeties in the league, the best probably the best defender they have on that team, was not in the game. He got out early, and they were still able to do what they needed to do. Great game from Josh Allen. Great game from Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, my goodness, both guys they went off. Both guys went off. Both guys went off. It was a great game. But, Buffalo Bills, this was your chance. This was your chance to shut them all up, and you weren't able to do it. You just were not able to do it. But, it'll be interesting to see what the future holds. This reminds me of the Peyton Mannings versus Tom Brady matchups, right? You get the, you get them AFC Championship games, AFC Playoff games. Patriots versus the Colts. Patriots versus the Broncos. Hey, this is this is what I see when I look at the, these two. When Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes go at it, that's exactly what I see. That's exactly what I see. Um, now let's uh, let's look at the conference championship matchups, right? Uh, Sunday at three o'clock, we on CBS. You got the Bengals versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I don't think I think it's disrespectful to the Bengals that the Kansas City Chiefs are seven-point favorites. That's disrespectful as hell. I wouldn't have them that high. I would have them three, maybe four uh, point favorites, but seven-point favorites. Mm-mm. I'm sorry, Bengals won the first matchup earlier this season. Um, it was a phenomenal game. It was a great. It was a great game. They beat them 34 to 31. Um, the Bengals beat the Chiefs. Um, I got the Bengals winning. I got the Bengals upsetting the world, shocking the world, right? I mean, either either team that wins this game, I'm not gonna be mad at. To be honest, I just didn't want Chiefs. I didn't want the Chiefs versus the the uh, the Buccaneers again. But to be honest, if the Bengals were to win, were to win, this would make me very happy to see the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Super Bowl. You know, I'm back in Ohio, right? And uh. The Bengals, the Bengals haven't been this good in 20, 30-plus years. So it's time to see the Cincinnati Bengals claim victory again. And it would mean so much for the, the city of Cincinnati. It would mean so much for Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. Even me, I said, don't draft Jamar Chase. You need an old lineman. And they still drafted him. And this is why they drafted him. So they can go this deep in the playoffs. But they want to go a step deeper. They want to go to the Super Bowl. They want to feel it on the fingertips. They want to feel it on the tips of the tongues. They want to be able to say, yes, we had we had a chance. Or we won the Super Bowl. You know? Or we had a chance to win the Super Bowl. But we lost 
in the Super Bowl, not in the conference championship game, in the Super Bowl, right? Um, so I, I say Bengals win. I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bengals win 37-34. Over, I'm not gonna say overtime. No, 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 no. I think this one ends in uh, in, in regulation. I would say they need to change the overtime rules, though. They definitely need to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm getting sick of these regulations, <laughs> the overtime rules, and all that. I don't like it. First team scorer wins? No, 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 no. Let's let's put them college rules in there. And then you got the 49ers versus the Rams at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Rams are 3.5 favorites, as they should be. I believe Rams win this one. I think uh, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a more of a defensive game. And I believe... Um, I believe Rams. I believe Rams win twenty to sixteen with a late touchdown. Rams win this one. Um, I, I I truly believe it. Or a matter of fact, I'll, I'll go twenty nineteen Rams win. Twenty nineteen Rams win um, this game, and then we get Rams Bengals. Whether it's Rams Bengals, Rams and Chiefs, either either of those matchups are going to be good, um, unless we're going to get a Kansas City and Forty ers rematch of the Super Bowl a few years ago. Um, or 49ers, Bengals, you know, whatever the case is. But I think I think we're going to get Bengals and Rams. Um, but like I said, if we get Chiefs and the Rams, I wouldn't be mad at that either. But I believe Rams win this, you know. Both defenses are real good. They know each other very well. This is the third time they're, they're facing each other um, this season, you know, um, which I should check how that went. Um, I know first time they, they faced off, um, the 49ers beat Rams 31-10, and then the 49ers beat the Rams again the last week of the season in overtime. That's right, to make the playoffs, and now they're playing each other again. And it looks like the, it looks like the 49ers have the Rams numbers, so it's going to be very interesting to see uh, what happens. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens um, when, when, when they have to face off for the third time. It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, all right, now let's let me give you the rankings, the playoff rankings, ladies and gentlemen. And number five, and number five, well, I can only do four. So four would be um, number four. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I thought it'd be a little bit more impressive win, but you know, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't bad, but um, it was a defense, more of a you know defensive, low scoring game. So I'm gonna go with Bengals at four. Um, number three, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Uh, just letting the Buccaneers get back in it, it. That was on them, but you know they still beat the Buccaneers to advance to the, the NFC Championship game. So I'm gonna have them at three. And number two, I'm I'm gonna go at number two. I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the 49ers for beating the Packers when nobody thought they could, but they did. They did, and they, they knew they would. So I, I gotta put I gotta put the 49ers at two, and then at number one I got I gotta put the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm giving us probably the best game of the season. You know, winning in overtime to advance to the conference championship game to face the Bengals. Um, it was truly impressive. It was truly great, and uh, I can't I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what's next for uh, these two games we got going on this weekend. I cannot wait to see, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one, the only. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. But this is this is the chosen one, the father, the son, three, two, one.
one the podcast yes that's right ladies and gentlemen this is the mark cologne on the mark cologne sports podcast and i will see you guys next week goodbye